Welcome, welcome. This is Cassandra Austin McDonald with the Grow Through It podcast, where I share my personal life experiences and the stories of others who have grown through life's ups and downs and came out on the other side. Listen in as you may become inspired to evolve into the best version of yourself. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode on the Grow Through It podcast. I'm your host, Cassandra Austin McDonald, and today we are going to have a chat about what to do when someone says or does something that hurts your feelings. And the reason that I think this is important because a lot of the people in my community, uh, those of you who are either in my private Facebook group, in my email list, or you're just a part of my virtual world on social media, or you may have even taken a program with me or a workshop or private coaching. A common theme that has been coming up is the people-pleasing and not validating your own feelings. And so this is a topic that I was like, you know what, let's go ahead and address it here on the podcast just to give you all some practical ways to handle situations like this. Uh, If you were conditioned to believe that your feelings didn't matter or were not valid and you've experienced gaslighting from people who invalidated your feelings and your opinions and things like that, then you may struggle with expressing yourself, especially when you feel hurt or you feel that you have experienced some sort of a violation from someone in, in, various, in various ways. It doesn't have to be extreme. It could be, you know, something small that can be worked through all the way to something extreme. But if you have had those types of experiences in your formative years or even later in adult life, and you were conditioned to believe these things that your feelings don't matter, you were not validated, you were gaslighted, then it's very possible that you are struggling with the area of expressing yourself, particularly when you are feeling hurt. So let's just jump right in. The number one thing you want to do and start off with, and it's something I say with probably practically anything is it's this level of self-awareness where you need to acknowledge what happened and how you feel about it. Okay, I'm not saying this is the step where you dive in. There is another step for that, and I'll share that here in a moment. But this is where your self-awareness kicks in, where you need to be self-aware enough to know that something bothered you and that you are acknowledging that you are feeling that, that hurt or that disappointment or whatever the feeling is for you. Now, the reason that this may be an issue for you is that if you are in a habit of suppressing your feelings, if you're in a habit of suppressing um, painful experiences or uncomfortable experiences, you may not be aware when it's happening in real time. And I wanted to share a story with you all. This is actually something I have struggled with. Well, not now, but I used to struggle with (laughs) I used to struggle with this very badly, you guys, where something would happen and in real time it did not register. It did not register. And it wasn't until hindsight 
or later on where I would, you know, kind of recognize that, hey, I didn't like what they said or I didn't like the situation or this was wrong or this felt wrong or whatever the case may be. And what happened is in the past, when I would try to address it with these particular people, they would gaslight me. They would say things like, oh, that happened such and such a time ago. You're just now bringing that up. Or um, they may invalidate what I was saying by acting like it didn't happen at all. So what happened is over time, I was starting to be conditioned to believe that what I was experiencing was invalid. And uh, it just worsened the suppression me suppressing my feelings, me suppressing how I felt about um, hurtful, painful, uncomfortable situations. And so it would cause resentment in relationships or friendships. um, And it, it was just hot mess express, as I call it. Now, what I had learned was first, I had to be able to have the self awareness to know that I felt something, you know, if it was hurt or disappointment or anger or frustration or whatever the feeling is and start to practice articulating it to myself, acknowledging it to myself first and foremost, you know, uh, I will share a step here about you going beyond yourself and sharing it with the person that you feel this offense against. However, the very first step is you acknowledging this for yourself. And if you struggle with suppressing things and stuffing things down and holding things inside, this may be a hurdle in itself for you. You know, you may be like, whoa, wait a minute. You're talking about talking to the person. Hold on now. Like this right here in itself could be a hurdle for you because you may struggle with suppressing things, stuffing your feelings. Um, People who struggle with any form of addiction or emotional eating and things like that typically struggle with this as well. So if that's you, just know that if you can overcome this hurdle of just acknowledging it to yourself first, you are literally almost halfway there. You're like a third of the way there. Okay. The next step is you want to give yourself time to process why it hurt you. uh, Purge any negative thoughts or feelings that you have and really just acknowledging what you're experiencing. Now, the reason you want to do this is for one, this helps you to respond versus react. Now, if you listen to previous episodes, I've talked about the importance of responding versus reacting. And when you are caught in an emotional reaction, for instance, you've experienced a situation that was um, high emotional impact. You could find yourself reacting, saying things you didn't, you don't mean doing things you don't mean in the moment because you've allowed your emotions to control you. So you really want to take this step to process what you're thinking and how you're feeling so that your emotions are not running the show. And it's rather you being in self-control, control over yourself and able to handle the situation in a more appropriate manner. So this is where you really want to level up in your emotional intelligence. Self-awareness here, this is the next level of your self-awareness where you're able to uh, acknowledge what you're feeling, feel the feeling, but not react based off of that feeling, okay? This is why a lot of people have issues in their relationships. You know, they feel anger and they lash out. They feel certain things and they take it out on whomever is around. And we've all been guilty of it. We've all done it. However, if we could just take that moment to just pause for the cause, 
and to be able to say, you know what, let me just give myself a moment here to process uh, what I'm thinking, how I'm feeling, and why did this bother me before opening up my mouth or before doing something so that I can actually have a productive conversation with this person if you feel led to take that next step, which is the third uh, step I would say here is that going to the person and having a conversation and being able to express to them the behavior or the action or the words that they said that hurt you and how it made you feel and what you would like to see differently or you may have to implement a boundary. Now, this part is so important because a lot of times people fuss at someone and say, you did this, you did that, or um, you hurt my feelings and you made me feel this, but they don't offer a solution. This is where you're in the driver's seat. This is where you get to take your power back and say, you know what, this is what I would like to see happen instead and articulate that to the person. Now, I'm not saying this is going to work in every situation. Those of you who have been with me for a while, you know that I am all about thriving, healthy, reciprocal relationships, okay? Um, I don't do a whole lot of entertaining conversations around the narcissist. And the reason is, is because my whole entire um, mission, if you will, is to help lead the empathic soul to the other side. And so I have had people ask me like, well, what about when you're dealing with a narcissist? There is no reasoning with people like that, okay? And this is where you may have to go no contact with these types of individuals. This is where you need to block and delete when dealing with these types of individuals because they are going to gaslight you. They are going to invalidate you. They are not going to respect and honor your boundaries. And you are going to find yourself in a perpetual, habitual cycle with them with these behaviors that could be toxic and negatively impactful on you and your well-being and so the conversation that I'm having with you all today is in the sense of relationships that you value that are uh, healthy and that you are wanting to continue to cultivate and grow this is not a conversation about how to keep someone that you should not be keeping okay I want to make sure I make that clear because I've had so many people join my community And they're coming from other communities. They're coming from communities that focus on heavily on why do narcissists do what they do and the narcissist and the empathic relationship dynamic. And although I honor and understand that there is a level of education required when you are awakening and you're coming to the light and you realize what has happened, you know, in those dynamics, I just want to share that the conversation I'm having in this particular instance is one of how to interact with those um, that you can have these types of respectful, reciprocal conversations with. Now, if you are dealing with someone who displays high narcissistic traits or if they are the type of person who lacks empathy or they don't have any empathy, you could still do the first two steps that I suggested. And then your third step would be rather than expressing to the person their behavior and what they did. Instead, what you would do is you would just make the executive decision as the CEO of your life, as I often say, to go no contact. It's that simple. 
And so in this instance, you know, you may be listening to this and you may still be in that dynamic. It may not be in an intimate relationship. It could be with a friendship or a family member. I have dealt with these individuals on every level with family members, friendships, and in intimate relationships. And so trust me when I say I understand I have been there and I have had to do all of the things to preserve my own sanity. And so with that being said, if that is you, I want to encourage you that for that final step, rather than, you know, feeling like, okay, does that mean that I have to go talk to this person and express to them how I feel? Because last time I told them this, they invalidated me, they gaslighted me, they didn't respect or honor my boundaries. I would say the final step for you is to make a decision. Is it time to go no contact? Is it time to release this person from your life? Is it time to cut the cord and let go? Because if they are a repeat offender, if they have continuously done something, said something, um, they're a repeat offender, as we call it, then you have to decide, is this worth working on and saving? Whether if it's an intimate relationship, a friendship or um, a relative, you have to decide that for yourself. And only you know that deep down, you know, we all know the answer exists within us. You know, deep down, if this is the 20th time or, you know, this person has a pattern of not validating you or not acknowledging their part or gaslighting you or all of the infinite ways that someone can try to scapegoat their way out of accountability, then you have a decision to make. You have a decision to make. You can do the first two steps. You can acknowledge what you feel. You can give yourself time to process. Why did it hurt you? Purge the negative thoughts and feelings. Don't suppress it and validate your own feelings. This is where you snatch your power back, gifted one, right here. This is how you become empowered. And then you decide is the last step. Like, you know what? I'm not going to have a conversation with them because this would be the 20th time or the 10th time or whatever time. I'm actually going to decide that I need to go no contact. I need to release this um, situation, this relationship, whatever the ship is, and uh, let go and move on. You get to do that and you get to decide. There is no quote unquote right or wrong way of doing what's best for you as long as you're doing what's best for you and you're not harming anyone else in the process. Okay, so I feel like I kind of went on a bit of a tangent there as I delved a little bit into the realm of narcissism, but I just felt it was necessary to touch on that because I do have a lot of people in my community who are still struggling with that dynamic. And I just wanted to make sure that you know that you are seen, you are heard, and that you are validated here in this space. And I really want to encourage you to seek the empowered way. That is the method that I teach in my programs. Um, I have a framework that I use in my coaching programs, um, both in group settings and in my private coaching programs, that is all about self-love, self-empowerment, self-fulfillment, self-actualization, self-mastery. Like we are all about being empowered and elevating our lives and our relationships to the next level. And we do that by focusing on ourselves We do that by focusing on our desires. We do that by focusing on 
um, what it is that we want and creating that. And we focus on healing and self-love. And so I want to encourage you, you know, a lot of times when you have experienced these types of toxic dynamics, it can be challenging to see another way of being. It can be challenging to see that the possibility exists for you to have healthy, loving, reciprocal relationships in all regards. Again, intimate friendships, relatives, whatever ship, you know, you're you're working toward right now. And so I just want to invite you to seek the empowered way. Try not to get lost in the sauce of understanding why someone does what they do. More so asking yourself, are you allowing or putting up with something that you shouldn't be? Or is this something that you can work through? And are you using your voice to communicate and articulate what you need from that person so that you guys can have a back and forth give and take relationship rather than a one-sided relationship where you feel like it's there's no energy exchange you know that's why they call these types of individuals energy vampires because they suck you dry and they don't pour anything back into you so again really quickly I'll just run back over again is if someone has hurt your feelings whether if they said something or done something you first want to acknowledge to yourself what you feel Okay, acknowledge to yourself, do your best not to suppress it, do yourself not to stuff it, do yourself, do your best not to hide it. And then you also want to second step is to give yourself time to process. Why did it hurt your feelings? Purge any negative thoughts or feelings so that you do not react. You want to stay in your power and respond. Okay, this is how you stay in your power when you respond versus react, validating your own feelings. Okay. And then lastly, you can do one or two things. You can have a conversation with this person and express to them how their behavior or their action made you feel and what you would like to see change. What do you need the solution to be to keep this relationship moving forward or what boundary needs to be enforced? And then the other option is, you know, when you're dealing with a highly toxic narcissistic person, go no contact you know, you need to release and let go. And I know those aren't easy decisions to make. I know what it's like. I've been there many times, like I said, in various areas of my life with different relationships, but you just have to know that your feelings matter. Your experience is valid and you don't have to continue to deal with something that is harming you mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically included. So with that being said, if you would like to be in a community of like-minded self-lovers, as we call ourselves, where we are elevating our self-love and self-care habits to thrive in love, purpose, and in life, I invite you to join my free Facebook community, Self-Love for Empathic Souls. I will be sure to include a link for you to join in the show notes. And I'm looking forward to seeing you on the other side. Until next time, take care now. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please make sure to subscribe, like, share, and leave your review for the podcast. To learn more, go to www.cassandraaustin.com.